0: Welcome to the NewTubers Podcast, the premier small YouTuber community, helping up and coming channels improve through critiques, feedback, and cooperation. We teach you how to start, build, and sustain your YouTube career. Now without further ado, let's begin the show.
1: Hey Aunt Dude, how's it going? How's going? Stump. Good. Oh no. <laughs> One more time. Nope. No, no, no. Hey Aunt Dude, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How you doing? Good. Good. So, um for anyone who's not familiar, go ahead and explain your channel to everybody.
0: All right. So, uh, hi everyone. Uh name's Anthony. I go by Ant Dude on the YouTubes. You find it at Ant Dude 92, back when putting your na- your year of birth in the names of your stuff was was cool. Uh I I do the basic the typical thing you find with edited game reviews with some comedy, some inform uh informative information. Uh if you've ever looked up Kirby stuff online that's that's probably me uh working my way on Romhex 2. You probably I don't know. I've done stuff. I've done stuff on the YouTubes. You've been around. I've been around the block for <laughs> qu- for over 10 years. 10 years now. Wow. Yeah. Really? That's impressive though. I mean, a lot of people I've seen
1: a lot of people just kind of fall off the platform after 5 years or after, you know, 3 or 4 years, so I got no, I got I got, got
0: nothing else going on. This is all I got. <laughs>
1: So, um, right now, I believe, if memory serves, at the time of this recording, you are nearing 250,000 subscribers, is that correct? Correct. But, Ant Dude isn't your first channel, is that also correct? (laughs) That is also correct. So, I know vaguely a little bit about this one. I didn't find you on YouTube until, like, the the golden era of, like, 2012-ish of YouTube peoples,
0: and... Would would 2012 be considered the golden era?
1: I always considered it, like, 2011, 2012, because that's when all of, like, the current... Crop started for the most part. That's fair, um, and that's where like a lot of there was a lot of growth in the platform and everything. So I always call that the golden era, personally. That's fair, um, and I think that's also when uh, for us gaming creators we finally got past um, Camtasia Studio and stuff like that. An
0: unregistered HyperCam. Yep, and uh, Hypercam. Like stuff. <laughs>
1: so your first channel, I, I don't know when it was started. I'm not very familiar with it, but I know it was called Sonic Dude. Yes. So
0: what was that channel about? So, I I. I always, this is my story, and I don't ever say it to, like, garner sympathy, but I didn't have a whole lot of friends growing up, but I liked video games, and I was fine with that scenario, and then in, like, 2006-ish, when I first discovered YouTube, I just saw other kids talking about video games that I've never played before, and I thought it was the coolest thing, and then I figured out that you can use a PlayStation 2 iToy as a webcam, and then I could do the same thing. So then I just pointed the webcam at my screens and then just talked about Nintendo games for the 10 minute time limit, which was a thing. Um, That was that was it. And then Sonic Dude name was like because for years on AOL, I I used my actual name as my email. And they're like, I like Sonic. Oh, Sonic with the C is taken or with a K. It's not an exciting story, it's humble beginnings so so it's
1: s o n i k dude I want to clear that up for the audience yeah,
0: yeah yeah um so which I, I got to, I got to us. spin the story just trying to be all like cool Sonic fanboy's like no, because it's like Sonic Q with the K and then i want and then I wanted <laughs> to die that's why I, I that's why I don't use that name anymore <laughs> that might be worse I'm not gonna
1: lie that's to you. why I
0: don't use that name anymore
1: so um how did that channel go as far as Uh, You know, obviously it was very early in YouTube, so nobody had any idea what they were doing. But how did that work for you, and when did you decide to transition out of that channel?
0: So, uh, actually, it's because the channel's not up anymore. It's hard to really uh, chronicle anything. But back in, like, 2007, 2008-ish, there was not a lot of gaming video content out there. So, not to brag or anything, but I was actually kind of one of the bigger channels in the entire realm of gaming on youtube at just a couple thousand subs which was big at the time um so yeah at the time it went really well but when i was really young that was oh seven so that was a a long time ago i guess i let the pressure get to me so i just like got rid of the channel and then moved on to a different name and sort of kind of started fresh but also kept the same name because there was no twitter to keep fans updated so if you weren't uploading videos no one knew what you were doing
1: yeah yeah i think i remember um might have been a year and a half ago. I thought I found the channel still up when I had first heard of this, and no, I, I think wish. your last video, you were like, "Oh, I'm on this channel now." Or like oh, see, no, manner. that's a,
0: that's a different channel. Oh, so oh, there's another channel. I didn't know. about So this. Sonic Dude 101 is the the mid channel. There was just a Sonic Dude before. Okay, which was which were like reviews, but were really just 10 minute let's plays of games that I would like go to Blockbuster, play a game for the week, and then at the end of the week I would play, uh, do a video on it, that sort of stuff. And then I guess I let the pressure get to me, so I, and then I made 101, which I kept mostly Let's Plays. And that's the channel that is still up, and I just never advertise it because it's, it's a different part of me that I'm happy is yeah. still up. I wish I kept my old videos up, like my, the original channel up, but I'm never going to advertise the old channel yeah, I don't mind yeah. talking about it, but I'm never going to be like, go watch my old Let's Play. I did this eight years ago. Okay, okay, so that that makes sense. I had no idea that 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 was the mid channel, so that's interesting. Yeah.
1: So uh, around, I mean, I don't want to say when, because again, timelines are a little uh, iffy. When you moved over to the Ant Dude channel or Ant Dude ninety two at the time, did you change your focus at all, or did you kind of like double down on like, okay, like I want to be like extra serious about this?
0: So. The transition happened because I moved to New York for a while, and that was I got to take a big break off of YouTube and stopped focusing on it and all that stuff, and then that's when I got rid of the name. When I came back, a lot of YouTube was changing in terms of who was making content and what types of content they were making. So when I came back, I was like, I could do this Let's Play stuff again, and I tried it, and I tried some variations of it. Nothing was really keeping me all that happy until I started making edited reviews, because I have a buddy who does still make videos occasionally, CJS01. I don't know if you're familiar. He does edited videos and he, his stuff was going over pretty well. And we became friends. And I was like, I can give this a shot. Did that for a little bit. And then the numbers were starting to get to me. I'm like, I'm not getting the numbers. I did the same video that you did on a new game as it came out. And my numbers are drastically lower. I got to change something. So uh, I'm sure you said, we were talking before. We're going to. Well, talk inspirations, but I, w- I was watching all the YouTubers who were doing more personality-driven stuff. So, uh, come 2013, I believe that's when I got a camera, and that's where I'm at now. Well, since we're uh, touching on that now, why don't we dive into those inspirations?
1: So, uh, in my most recent interview before this um, that I held, I interviewed some Call Me Johnny, and he even said similar about the personality-driven stuff. He mentioned that for a lot of it, he was trying to be that AVGN guy, and then eventually he found you know himself. He found just be that guy who drinks coffee and is very relaxing yeah so um what did you find
0: out of those inspirations and you know let's talk about those inspirations a little bit so the likes of uh, like all the normal boots crew uh we're doing really good things like peanut butter gamer pro jared uh i was watching a lot of some comely johnny's stuff too i was a big fan of him like when he first started um just the idea obviously avgn um but that whole idea of people coming to watch you play the game as opposed to just wanting to see the game because that 's how YouTube used to be if it, I was doing a variety of games on my old channel and it worked, and then people wanted to see the personality you wanted to see you playing the game, and I got to see these youtubers doing it really well, and they were very entertaining and very informative and it was like I can, I can probably do this so that 's what I really got out of it getting the I, I used to get such an immense joy of seeing a game talked in in extreme depth that I've never seen before. I was never a big Zelda fan growing up, and then I, some of the first videos I watched were these big videos on Wind Waker, and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Because um, before that, all the was was G4. And you know, that's, that's, a, that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: um, if you had to pinpoint one, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but which channel would you say would be like the, the biggest inspiration?
0: Probably Johnny, honestly, because uh, everyone else seemed to have like a production-esque feel to them, would always have these skit-like shots and stuff. Like AVGN is obviously like some of it are proper reviews, some of it are big edited masterpieces. Yeah. Like. Uh, but Johnny's stuff was always very chill. It was just he put himself in front of a camera and talked about a game. So so probably him, even though I, I take inspiration from multiple people. Yeah, of course. Um, Johnny's were, was the one that was the most chill, and every time he did something that was a little bit, a little bit different, like a different shot, it made that it it emphasized it all the all the more because you ne- don't expect it. Yeah, sort of like peeking behind the curtain, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so
1: yeah, probably him. I was always going to, um, I always assumed, uh, going by, like, you know, when I first started watching your channel, I always got that Johnny vibe, and also, the second one that I got the most was pro Jared. Yeah, of your content. Yeah, he's another one I take, I take inspiration from. Which, for one moment I want to sidetrack, uh, when you did, like, a lot more, like, mainline reviews of games, you've kind of gotten off that a little bit, you know, like, more variety content, and, like, ROM hacks and stuff, which we'll get into again later, you would end on, like, that blank out of ten score, where the, the blank was a metaphor. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming that was a pro thing. That was totally a pro Jared thing. Okay. I, I always wondered because it was like with the way that you did it, and I don't mean this as any sort of like, hey, I'm gonna insult you right now. I I always found it interesting because like Pro Jared would always like go out of his way to explain it, and then yours was always like, oh, that's really funny. Like it was always like a like for a gag rather than like he would like make it a gag and like spin it into yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. his metaphor, and it was always like two different sides of the same coin. And I was always like, that's really interesting. Yeah yeah yeah, that's what I
0: aimed for, um, and then a lot of people were just like. Sh- it's just a disgusting pro-Jared ripoff. I'm like, <laughs> all right. I mean, I just thought it was funny. And then yeah. no one person owns it. Also, there's a leaf blower that just decided to go off. I hope that doesn't oh, pick no up. Oh, okay, no worries. Cool. No, no, it's fine. Um, So, like, usually for a lot of ripoff stuff, I if it, if I just think it's funny and it's not a not totally blatant, uh, I just thought it'd be funny. It was a funny thing that made those things stand out even more, I thought. But. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and the reason I brought that up is I, I want
1: to always tie it back into sending a message to a lot of our YouTubers creators, especially those in this sort of mini field that we're talking about, which is, you know, on YouTube, it's very tough to be original, original. I mean, everything's been done already somewhere in some way, shape or form. Yes. So to, to spin it into your own thing. And even if you get called a pro Jared ripoff or what have you, that's a compliment like if you' if people are comparing you to I would say arguably one of the best creators on the platform, that's a good thing so so,
0: so okay, so you definitely get it um, so like when, when my video started getting more and more views, I was just getting called ripoffs of a bunch of people like Pean Butter gamer, and then I got the opportunity to meet him. At the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, and it was like, "Hey, I get called a ripoff a lot." And he was like, "That's fine. I get called a to ripoff too." I was like, "All right, cool. <laughs> it's just a thing. That's just part of it." If you get, but that's true. If you get, if you start getting called a ripoff by multiple people and not everybody, that's actually a good sign.
1: Yeah, actually, now that we're on that, I'm gonna sidetrack even more. Talk with me for a little bit about the evolution of like your comments section because everyone oh. <laughs> has a
0: different approach to comments and and community interaction. I I don't. I upload a video and don't look at comments for two days because then I don't have I feel like if I have that little bit of time I, if people say I mess up or whatever I have that little time of like a little window where I can take the video down and change it. but if I sit and wait for two days, I gotta keep it up. I have no choice. So it's just it's, a, it's just okay. a subconscious thing. I wouldn't take down the video anyway but it subconsciously then uh, I know the meme is to don't check comments and I've've become numb to the bad comments. Because at this point, what are they going to say that I've never heard before? I like that's, that's I, I, really I've true. met you, both. Can you agree that I have a big forehead? Yeah. I, seeing I mean, a I mean, comment video on my latest video saying this guy's a big forehead is not going to make me change my channel. So it's yeah, my forehead's big too. So I'm waiting yeah, for it. it's, 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 just, it's a couple, just a couple of five heads here. Just but <laughs> but, but seeing that comment is not going to make me be like, I guess that's it.
1: Yeah, it's over. I'm quitting. So so that's that's interesting. Um. And that's a thing you'll see with a lot of creators, again, going back to uh, talking directly to the YouTubers' viewers right now. Uh, a lot of creators, once they hit a certain point, will either, you know, fade away from like checking the comments as actively. So to use myself as an example, if there's a comment, I go and I, I interact because, you know, we're at that size where we have to interact with people and, you know, try and convince them that our channel is worthwhile because yes. we're just people mm-hmm. as opposed to like a personality. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, Almost without fail, everybody kind of drops off the comment train because the comments, as you grow, I can only imagine how toxic they get. I mean, You can see it yourself Mm -hmm. when you look at the comments of any video. Yep. So, to spin off what we were just talking about, about comments, I want to ask, generally, what would be, like, the... I'm not going to rank them top five, but what would be the first things that come to your mind when you're uh, thinking of giving advice to a smaller creator? Like, five pieces of advice? It can be any, however many you want to do. I don't know why I
0: said five. Uh... Don't take it too seriously. Like, so don't take the numbers too seriously when you start off. It should still be fun. I've I've talked to people who, like, get jealous of the fact that this is my full time. Be like, oh, you get paid for this? I want to do that. And it's like, y- yeah, it's nice, but you got to also enjoy it. Because a lot of content creators fall into a trap of doing something to be popular. And then once they get the money, they realize they have to keep doing the thing. Yeah. And then they realize they don't like doing the thing, and then they burn out super fast. So it's fun, first and foremost. I mean, that, and then just do it. A lot of people always talk about it for months and years and don't actually do it. Just sit down and put and upload something. And let's be honest, your first video, is no one's going to watch it anyway. But you get to see, get the experience of knowing what it's like. And then you get to share it. Maybe a couple people will watch it. And then, like, in terms of growing your channel, I feel like it, it is important to look at trends... Because that's how I do it. That's how I still do it. I'll look at games that are releasing, and uh, it's just—it's called Search Engine Optimization. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Like, for example, when Crash Bandicoot Insane Sane Trilogy was coming out, I did a video on Crash games, bad Crash games, like the weekend before it came out, because people are probably searching for Crash Bandicoot, and then they say, oh, that's different, and then they click it. That's a mentality that's helped me my entire video career, so that's something... It's it's important to, like, do videos that you want to do because you want to enjoy it, and then also working for the system. It's finding that balance. Uh, I've been told to go for a mentality of two for you... Uh, was it? I think two for you, one for me, where you do a couple videos for the system, and then you're like, I don't want to do that. Let me just do some for me, and then, you know. So it, it's, it's a creative outlet, so make it fun. If you can make money on it, that's obviously awesome because that's, the, that's an, a, a very old passage of of phrase where do something you enjoy and make money doing it yeah but it's not just about the money considering how wishy-washy this platform is in the first place
1: oh absolutely yeah
0: but uh yeah just do it and make sure you have fun that's all i really got yeah so uh that's all interesting to me because a lot of that um with the
1: exception of one of them a lot of that reiterates a lot of what we always tell people as far as like if you're gonna go for especially for gaming content which i'm assuming a lot of the creators watching this are going to be gaming creators you know, you can't always go for the, the, the newest trending game, especially if it's, like, the big God of War or whatever. Um, Fortnite? Yeah, Fortnite. Like, if you catch on to the trend, that's absolutely perfect if you're there early, but, you know, you can't count on it every single time. You can't always push for that because you're just going to get 10 views because everyone else already had a pre-release review code for God of War or what have Right. It.
0: Well, I'm not going to throw any specific channels under the bus because, honestly, I couldn't name any of them, but think of all the Minecraft channels yeah and then now all of them are a lot of them are like gone i'm sure i'm sure a lot of them are still around because they've done uh, extra stuff maybe they've moved to fortnite or whatever but i remember watching a lot of minecraft channels like as soon as it was getting a thing yeah and then they just kept doing it for years and then i just grew out of it yeah and i've seen um i've seen a couple creators
1: that i see them as they start blowing up and then they're specifically like one game focused and even within a couple of years, they all fade and kind of get tired of it for one reason or another. So yep. you, you can't keep grinding just for just for the viewership, which, you know, a lot of people have already done, let's say if we're talking about game reviews in this instance, a lot of people have already played Mario 1, but everyone wants to watch people play Mario 1. It's sure. like er, no one's going to get tired of it.
0: So. Sure. But, but again, it's also important to strike while the iron's hot and oh, then yeah, it's yeah, finding absolutely. that balance. Yeah. But if you're if you end up being a channel that doesn't, strike the major game while it's hot, it won't go over very well. If I did an episode on Fortnite, I think my channel would die. <laughs> so that, that would be fun to watch. Not, not the channel dying
1: part, just to see how you tackle <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what, I'm, what I mean by that is a lot of creators will go for trying to cover the brand newest game specifically rather than the game they want to cover. And so I like the right. thing you said about uh, two for you, one for me. That I haven't heard before, so I really like that one.
0: Yeah, I heard that from uh, Austin Eruption, who is another good YouTube channel. I'm gonna plug my boys. Yeah, by all means. Going off that,
1: um, there was one more thing I wanted to say regarding like the advice you gave, and I am drawing a blank. So I'm going to transition out of that into <laughs> um, more like analytical numbers discussion. Oh boy. Um, okay. Here we, we won't go, go too much. Has a job. Yeah, we won't go too much into it, obviously. But what would you say was your first like breakout video?
0: If the you Sonic had- ROM hacks. Okay. That, that's that, that that's, that's the easy one because that happened out of nowhere. I can pull up the analytics now, but it's still insane. That video's I think surpassed three million views. Wow. And I I I don't. Okay. Sure. Why why
1: question it? I remember when you had transitioned for a bit into doing a lot of ROM hack style videos, and I was like, Man, I guess I guess those worked. Like I didn't I didn't, I wasn't paying attention at the time. Yeah. And then I saw that, and I was like, wow, those are getting like like insane viewership, insane like the engagement rate was higher than i've seen for most videos from like a channel your size doing you know yep. the game review genre so i was that was very insane to watch in real time as it kind of
0: grew same dude <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. dude same i'm sure i'm sure it felt uh, a lot more insane it was a very it was a very weird because like for one i've always liked ROM hacks, so it's not something where i forced myself to look into a topic to make a video on it Growing up, when I discovered emulators and ROMs, I was like, oh, there are other Sonic games that aren't real but are still quality, uh, and people were still doing it. So it worked out that I also happened to like it. But also, if we talk about the analytics thing, what's weird about it, you want to talk about it being mind-blowing, I say, I can pull up the date now. I uploaded the video July 19th, 2015. For whatever reason, it took two months, and then the video just blew up out of nowhere, and then it just sort of maintained like a steady viewership, but it took two months and I didn't do anything. It just, after two months, it just blew up. Two months, though. That's really interesting. I've it's noticed that weird. with a couple of videos,
1: um, ones that I've watched and to a much, much lesser extent, obviously. Ones that I've watched and um, a couple that I've done myself where they'll have success but then they won't really get that real success until actually about two months later. So that's I'll have to look into that because that's interesting. Yeah, it's
0: weird. That's uh, weird. The analytic system on YouTube is is a Buggy mess. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've always said that the person who understands it most is Matt Pat, and he only understands maybe five percent of it.
0: Yeah. So there's no way to really game the analytics system. No, no, no. But I mean, but the ROM hacks do good, and it helps that I like them. So yeah. that's another one of those things where like find what you like doing and stuff. So, so um, to flip the script on that one, what would you say once you hit like a reasonable
1: level of YouTube success was your uh, lo- not lowest performing, but the video you were least satisfied with the performance of it?
0: Uh, the Kingdom Hearts stuff. Really. Yeah, because I see you would think with as popular as a franchise and honestly you can probably talk to Johnny about this cuz I've spoken to him about it. You would think with as popular of a franchise as Kingdom Hearts viewership would be very high on people wanting to catch up on it. Yeah. And maybe it's just me and my channel doesn't he, his stuff did better cuz his channel's more suited to series reviews, but it didn't do they didn't do so hot for me and that's why it took so long for me to finish it is cuz the motivation of trying to do these videos with the viewership that I was getting yeah, wasn't enticing me enough to spend all that, because they're long videos. Those games take some explaining to do. Yeah, really, um, 40 hours to play through them. Yeah, so so those, and actually the Metroid Prime ones, and it's weird, because people, uh, the, the viewership on those is lower too, but I, I, I mean, I still enjoy making the Metroid Prime ones, it's just, again, it's looking at the YouTube system, you'd think people would be looking up Metroid stuff, and maybe it's because Metroid Prime 4 isn't a thing yet, so people aren't searching for Metroid as much. But yeah, the, the viewership is a lot lower than any of the other stuff. Yeah, that's really interesting. Because both of those, you would I would have expected a lot
1: more reliable
0: success no, And from. they're still good. I'm not going to say like they're, they're terrible. But compared to everything else. And, and I guess that shows that depending on your channel, it could better suit for certain types of content. Like, I think the variety works best on my, on my channel at this point. When you look at Johnny, who did the Kingdom Hearts stuff, you know, we ended on the same time. His stuff did a lot better because his channel is more suited to spending time and looking at a series. So, uh, again, YouTube YouTube's a weird beast, and it takes a long time to learn it. Yeah, oh, absolutely.
1: Going off of that, talking about how YouTube is really tough to learn, we talked about three YouTube channels that you've had. Um, there is a fourth one that I want to briefly touch on, and that was your Let's Play channel. It was, it was plays, I believe is the name. Yes. So, when did you decide to create that, and how... How did that go for you? Like, like, take me through the journey of that
0: channel. Uh, Well, years ago when this channel, dude, where the regular was just starting to take off, it didn't seem like YouTube was really punishing you for doing a variety of content. So I was still uploading Let's Plays on there. And they were doing fine because cause that, that's my roots. We're doing Let's Plays. I'm like, I'll still do this. It's fine. And then uh, the trend was to make a separate Let's Play channel. And it's like, I don't really see the point. And then I realized that people, when they subscribe, and this is fair, this is not algorithm stuff, when people come and subscribe to you, they want to see the thing they subscribe for, they don't want their inboxes filled with the stuff they didn't subscribe for, and Let's Plays are a lot more videos than one edited review. So I was like, okay, fine, Uh, people will will watch it more if they watch it on your main channel, but your views on your main stuff will take a hit. So I was like, I, I guess I'll just make a Let's Play channel, whatever, it's the thing to do. So it, that was just following a trend on making a separate channel. Okay, okay. I'm glad you said the one part about um, users subscribing for one
1: specific thing and then when you completely like go into something else, they tune out. Because that's something that I've said, uh, not as a quote-unquote official YouTubers advice, but that I've said personally for a long time, especially going into something we'll touch on a little bit, which is also streaming. Just because... Uh, we'll get we'll get into it now. I might as well. With yeah, sure. streaming and I have a thing about streaming on YouTube and there's a lot of reasons I have a thing about it. Uh one of which is that I personally did it for a while and it hurt my videos. Mind you, I was at not even 500 subscribers at that point. Yeah. So, it there wasn't like a huge tangible difference, but you could see already that I was growing an audience of stream viewers and an audience of video reviewee you know, content viewers. And immediately I like I was splitting my audience and I've seen this Literally dozens of times with other YouTubers where they split their audience between youtube streams and youtube videos and it just It can very very quickly kill a small channel. I'm not exaggerating one bit when I say that I've seen it happen
0: Yeah, it just and it but it I feel like it also depends on what you're streaming. Oh, absolutely Yeah Like i've spent a lot of time thinking about this because i've gone back and forth on whether or not to stream on youtube or twitch And i'm sure we'll talk about twitch plenty like I feel like i'd be able to get away with streaming kirby stuff of course, I feel like I can get away with that. They wouldn't hurt my channel in the slightest. But believe it or not, YouTube gamers like to play a bunch of games that they don't talk about on their channel. And it'd be cool if you can stream them. Yeah. YouTube is not the place to do that, because if you want to grow your channel, it doesn't correlate that way.
1: And uh there was a, another creator who spoke to me about this, uh about my own streaming. And I, I try to talk about myself on these too much, but... It was interesting because he had suggested that I keep streaming on YouTube because my the way I streamed was I was very analytical in the same way that I am with my reviews. So it was sort of an extension of that main content. But it
0: just didn't feel... Sure, but at that point, it's it's also a long form. Exactly, and it's like not scripted. And it's different. Yeah. An analytical video of an hour as opposed to 10 minutes is something entirely different, oh, I, especially yeah. when it's live compared to not. Absolutely. Um, But it was interesting
1: because this was a creator who had done streaming on YouTube and has moved to Twitch and has gotten insanely more, you know, profitable, successful, uh, every bull you can on Twitch you than go. YouTube. Uh, so it's interesting hearing there's so many different like schools of thought on YouTube streaming and I don't want to shoehorn in any one opinion of, oh, don't do this or do do this. No, yeah, sure. Yeah. You got to just do it and see what you enjoy more. But I I always want to throw that caveat out there when it comes to making YouTube content on your main channel that may not be your main content. Experimenting is great. But if you do, like now, especially in 2018, if you do a long-form Let's Play series in addition to a weekly video, that's probably not going to go over well. I've seen, again, I've seen very successful channels um, of about your size completely just tank themselves because of stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and the Let's Plays will get more views because they're on the channel with more subscribers, but the main content that you spend so much time working on is going to take a hit because people, it's just, it's just people are not going to notice it when it gets uploaded. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and especially when, in the days of like
1: how the notification bell barely works and all that fun yeah. stuff. So um, with that, your Let's Play channel is sort of on a temporary hiatus?
0: Uh, yeah, I never want to say it's permanent, because in, in in the years, I've always made these claims, you never think before I talk about, like, I'm done making <laughs> Let's Plays, and then like, damn it, I want to make a Let's Play, and yeah. people are going to kill me. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it's temporary. I, I, n- lately, like, honestly, now, I've been I've contemplated sitting down and recording some stuff, it'd mainly just be Kirby stuff, but it's like, it, it, it's at this point in my my status on youtube it's time versus money and i hate to say it cause, but that's a business thing it's like i could spend the time working on my next video or i could spend two to three hours recording of kirby let's play and then editing it and uploading it it's a weird balance but there's it, it, always a chance that the stuff will come up soon maybe stream highlights other let's plays it's never never permanent yeah
1: and i've actually heard that whole, the time versus money thing before i've heard um ProJar talk about it a couple times here and there where he mentions, you know, there are so many games I want to play, but I know no one's going to watch that game. So, yeah, it's one of those things that it's good to hear people genuinely talking about it because no one wants to talk about the big M word on YouTube.
0: Well, you see, I, th- I feel like people are getting more receptive yeah. to the whole idea. Years ago, if, if a YouTuber got a brand deal, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. They were there, would be pitchforks and and fires after them, you call being called a sellout. It'd be the worst thing ever if you were to be like, Hey, I got a dollar shave club thing, and here's a video of me shaving. You would die for that, yeah. Oh, god! But nowadays, people are like, Yeah, man, get that money. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so that's an interesting thing about YouTube that's completely shifted. I think because
1: YouTube became the bad guy, I yeah, and enough people realize that, yeah, that's the only way I can see that explains why everyone shifted to, Oh, yeah. These people that I like need to make a living. Anyway, so going off of the the Let's Play channel and how it is on temporary hiatus. Temporary, yeah. I found that channel actually right on your last Let's Play, funnily enough. Uh, I didn't the know it Superstar? existed. Uh, was it Superstar? I thought it was Dreamland 2. No, i moved on to Superstar. Oh, okay, then I, I missed Superstar. but yeah, yeah, I yeah. That's fine. It was like right when Dreamland 2 was coming out, I was like, oh, I love Dreamland 2. And then you finish and you're like, I'm going to start streaming on Twitch. And I'm like, oh. Well, I missed the boat. So let's <laughs> yeah. talk. Let's talk about Twitch. Um, how did that pick up for you? Like, how how has your Twitch journey been?
0: Uh, the Twitch journey has been great. Starting it off was terrifying because starting off anything new is terrifying on the internet because there's a there's a pre established fear that just like that people are going to stop caring. Um, but it was the thing to do. Instead of let's play your stream, I was like, all right, let's just give us a shot. And uh, over the last few months, I've been more consistent. And it's a whole lot of fun, honestly. When, when technology works, um, it's a whole lot of fun to stream. So now it, it it's growing every time I stream, which is awesome. And it helps. I've I've, I've I've tweeted this before. It helps having a for me a YouTube audience that I was able to migrate over to Twitch. I don't know what it could be like if you were just starting off Twitch. Full stop.
1: It's um. It's very similar to starting off YouTube now, really. They're much more similar than a lot of people like to admit with that, because Twitch, I mean, if you're not on the first page or two of streams for a game, you're not going to get noticed.
0: That's yeah, it's, true.
1: It's a sad part of the Twitch algorithm that that's just that's just how it is. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. but even having an audience of, let's say, like 25, 30 people coming over from YouTube, I've seen it have great success on making a channel uh, you know, more successful on Twitch than they are on YouTube. In terms of, you know, consistent viewership.
0: Oh, well, sure. Yeah, because what's nice about streaming on Twitch, and we could talk, this is comparing streaming on Twitch to YouTube. Twitch is a very personable experience. it's It's such a friendlier atmosphere for streaming. Like when you see regulars, you feel like, hey, dude, thanks for showing up again. That's really appreciated. Much appreciated. And then you got some who are, like, overly generous and will, like, actually donate and stuff. And it's, and it's just really cool. But no one person seems like they're better than another. They're not demanding anything. It's a friendly atmosphere that just encourages you to do your thing. Even with, like, stream raids. Like, I
1: remember when raiding was a bad thing. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, everyone was like, oh, I got raided. And I'm like, are you excited for that? Yeah. And then I found out, you know, I was I was behind the loop. Out of the loop, excuse me. But, yeah, it's, it's Twitch and YouTube's atmospheres. It's... Interesting watching how
0: different they can be. It's vastly different. Yeah, the whole rating thing, the fact that Stream Labs made it an official thing, just really shows some of the benefits to the platforms. Uh and this won't be an entire huge conversation on Twitch versus YouTube, but no, God, no. just in terms of streaming, like more people will come on YouTube probably, but it's gonna be a friendlier experience. On Twitch. I would almost dare to say more
1: people will stay on Twitch long term. I think so. And, and based on, you know, again, my own cursory uh, experience with it, that's pretty true. Like I the viewership was about the same. And I'm talking an
0: audience of 50 versus an audience of a couple thousand. So yeah. but uh, like if anyone out there is wondering which platform to stream on, just try both. Yes. Yeah. The only way you'll know I've streamed on YouTube and that's why I know I want to stay on Twitch. Yeah, it's going to be different for everybody. It's or it's, Mixer, I guess that's always th- we do option.
1: have some people who are uh, quite successful on Mixer, but yeah. it's relative. Like Mixer's audience is a lot smaller in general, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know if Mixer blows up, then you're in good shape. But it's it's a grind. It'll take a while. Yeah, it's grind everywhere. So that's just part of part of YouTubing. Yep. But uh, yeah, absolutely. I completely agree that you know, thoughtfully do whatever you want to try. But you have to, you know, step back and be able to recognize, okay, is this working? Is this not working? Uh yeah. so on and so forth. So that's actually about all I had.
0: We kind of went through it pretty quickly. I thought we'd be here Ooh. a little longer. I mean, I could ramble about any topic you want, man. I'm here. I'm I'm ready to talk.
1: So in uh Sonic 3, episode one, uh okay, how did you okay, feel? Yep.
0: <laughs> so I was no, I was I was ready for that. Let's go. So
1: going uh, let's go back into Numbers on YouTube for a bit, uh, sure. because generally when when I think ant dude I think Nintendo for the yes. most part. Even though I found you via PlayStation content, how have like how comparing the numbers? Do you feel? I mean, obviously, I think we know the answer. Do you feel Nintendo fans are a more reliable viewership audience than let's say PlayStation fans or even Xbox fans will say? Like, what have you noticed regarding
0: specific platforms? Well, that's that's definitely. Definitely the case, Uh, but I feel like that's always been the case because, again, I've been around the block for a while. Nintendo content has always been more interesting uh, than a lot of Sony content, and a lot of the Sony content that blows up is content that also appeals to Nintendo fans like Crash and Spyro and stuff, Uh, unless it's a new game. Everyone's going to jump on the new game reviews for, like, God of War or Horizon or whatever, but uh, when you look at evergreen content, content that lasts, it tends to be Nintendo content which works for me cuz I've always been a Nintendo fanboy. It's like same with Sonic, Sonic's on the Nintendo thing. It's a Sega thing. But Sonic content does crazy. It's just it's content that appeals to the cartoony or aspect that Nintendo uh that Nintendo provides. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's always Nintendo content that does well, but also Crash and Spyro cuz Crash and Spyro both do really well for that audience and that's cool cuz I'm that audience too. I was going to say regarding Spyro
1: or even Crash for that matter. I believe you did a couple videos before the big resurgence of Crash and Spyro in the past couple years. Uh, did those perform any differently? I mean, I'm sure they performed better now that everyone's like, "Oh my god, Crash and Spyro are back!" But I'm I'm curious how those performed in their like lull periods.
0: Uh, well, see that that was at a point where I'm like learning and and trying to keep a good finger on the pulse of what people are looking for and and searching for and stuff. So the some of the Crash content that I did before was in the midst of everyone. Uh, all the rumors and speculations going crazy about, is Sony going to finally announce a new Crash Bandicoot? Is it this year? Is it finally going to happen? So people are looking up, Crash Bandicoot. I don't really know if I look back. I don't really think I did Spyro content until Crash was a thing because people are like, okay, cool. Now, where's Spyro? Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's just all a matter of, of timing things. I believe, I'm trying to like go through my videos here. I believe I did a Spyro video on a hero's tale, like, close let's see here like right after pax where they announced reignited trilogy and that one did pretty well because everyone's talking talking about spyro again yeah that's it's always interesting especially with those i've always been curious how people reacted to them
1: over the years especially like say towards like the playstation all-stars days when everyone wanted crash and spyro i would love to see who made videos about like crash and spyro games back then and see how they did relative to videos of the time oh Um, yeah i'm sure i'm sure they exist yeah absolutely so, related to Nintendo stuff and specific franchises, how does it feel to be the Kirby guy? It's pretty
0: damn good. Took a lot of time.
1: Yeah. Obviously, Kirby is, uh, I would say, your favorite
0: franchise. It's a pretty safe bet. No. Oh. Oh, well. Well, I'm just kinda... <laughs> But uh, I like that people think it, uh, and it works. It's one of my favorite franchises. It's the stuff I collect the most merch for. Uh, aesthetically, it's one of my favorite franchises. I kind of like Metroid more. Really, kind of like kind of like Pikmin more, honestly. We're breaking um, we're breaking barriers down today. Uh, I've never hidden the fact. I've never. I I have never once said it was my favorite franchise. Okay. Ne- never once. Um, now that you mention it, I think that's. I can. I can't think of a time.
1: Uh, yeah, I've ne- I've never said it. You're just associated with it. So everyone's like, "Oh, he is the Kirby guy."
0: Yeah, that's fine with me because like one of my favorite things is you know it's, it's a bunch of good platformers and a bunch of good spinoffs. Like what other franchise can pull that off so consistently as Kirby does, yeah,'t yeah, know, and it helps like it's one of those things where we talked about putting your finger on the pulse of stuff. nobody, nobody was making videos on Kirby, nobody was making content on Kirby, and I was like, all right, let me see what happens. Let's see what it takes to become the guy, and then all it did was talking about all the games, and now it's it's funny if you look at when nintendo announced uh, star allies at that e3 i just put a comment that just said neat uh <laughs> thousands of thumbs ups That's it amazing. was amazing just the thousands so it, it it's it's cool being able to grow yourself as a fan of of a franchise people associate you with it. like you're talking about johnny johnny has sonic and metroid and stuff you look at pro jared he has final fantasy now uh, like a P- PBG, he has Harvest Moon and Zelda. You, Ratchet. Um, yeah, I wouldn't put me in that same crew, but thank you. Well, no, but you know what I mean. You get <laughs> yeah, associated no, yeah. with a thing, and then you get to build on that. Yeah. Um, And it's 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 cool that I could be I could be the guy where now whenever a Kirby game releases, they just, like, wait for my thoughts on it. It's a cool feeling. Yeah, yeah. And especially, like,
1: I hadn't played a Kirby game. Uh, I played... Superstar uh, when it hit the Wii U eShop back in like 2014. But I really didn't play a Kirby game until uh, last year I went through and I played the, the first six on the Dream Collection. Nice. And it was interesting going back after that and re-watching your videos and being like, yeah, I agree with this. Like, I, I yeah. Like now it's not just me like having, you know, background noise where it's like, oh, this game looks cool. You yeah, know, yeah, let yeah. Me, let me watch. Oh, that's
0: a whole thing on YouTube entirely. I've done that before too. I've watched videos on new games, and then I've played them, and then I've gone back and be like, oh, yep, he had, yeah, yeah." you had a point.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, but uh, especially, I'm I'm sure you know this already, but uh, it's interesting watching a YouTube creator directly influence you to become a fan of a franchise.
0: So, like, I like Kirby now, and that's that's you. Yeah, it's cool because I've gotten that a lot, and it's that's one of the things. Like, we can talk about like finding your image. On YouTube, because it takes a long time to realize your own voice. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You'll often, you know, be called a copycat and stuff, because it takes time to figure out your own voice. And I've realized, like, my niche that seems to work is to show off not popular things of popular franchises, because people don't talk about them. Kirby. Everyone knows Kirby. What's the thing you hear the most when people talk about Kirby? Oh, these games are usually pretty good. That's the only thing you'll hear. No one can tell you anything specific about them. Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island one of the most acclaimed games on the Super Nintendo, one of the best games of all time, IMO. There are sequels. No one talks about them. No one talks about them. No one knows what they're about. There was one video on Yoshi's Island DS before I made my video. So I've realized what my niche is, and I hope to like spread that off to other franchises and stuff, but it's like, I don't know. It's cool. I yeah. just fanboyed over about over myself. No, for, no, for no. Second. It's That's totally fine. I was even going to say that kind of goes back
1: into the ROM hack thing we were talking about earlier. How, yeah, like, no yeah. one knows about the Sonic ROM hacks. I mean, now everyone
0: does because of the Sonic Hacking Contest every year. Yeah, um, yeah, But... It's like, that, ROM hacking is an integral part to a franchise. It's not, a, you know, an official thing, but you can't deny its existence because there's good stuff there. And if I can be a catalyst to show people new universes and new worlds, because that's what got me into YouTube in the first place, uh, was seeing games like... Zelda and Star Fox and like Shadow of the Colossus like I, I never knew anything about Shadow of the Colossus here's a video of a kid doing a little review of Shadow of the Colossus I'm like oh man this is amazing it's a cool feeling there's a lot of games out there gaming's not people always talk is is, is gaming gonna hit another uh, another death like in the Atari days because now <laughs> there's, there's just too many games I can't keep up is gaming gonna die no because there's too many games out there that it's impossible you'll find something
1: yeah and sometimes it can be it can be tough like I have uh, I'm looking over to the left at my gaming shelf and I have like 80 PS4 games and I've played like 40 of them and it's like yeah. I should really play the rest.
0: Yeah. Um, and for all you know there are still some hidden gems out there oh, that if you yeah. just look online and be like oh I didn't know about th- I guess I'll pick pick this up and play it. Yeah and then you buy it and never play it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. that's the way of a gamer. Yeah, so it's way of a YouTuber. Yeah, what's true. The, what's the old joke is, I can't sit around and play video games, I gotta sit around and play video games?
1: Yeah, that's that's very, very true, especially for yeah. you guys, I can only imagine, once it becomes like a 9 to 5 sort of thing.
0: I still haven't played Persona 5. Neither have I, my copy's still sealed. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah dude, I wanna die, I wanna play <laughs> that so bad and I can't. Yeah, I got it day one, the Steelbook, and it's
1: still sitting there on my shelf. I'll, nice. I'll, I'll get to it one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, anyway, I think we've sort of just completely sidetracked off of everything now so Uh, that's what i
0: do i I never stick to a single no that's
1: then that's then that's fine um would there be any other like last things you want to say to any prospective youtuber of any genre doesn't have to be you know game content viewer reviewer guy
0: uh well the gaming stuff is what i know i mean this is i mean another topic is always talking about have every time there's like a weird drama thing going on in the youtube sphere everyone always will proclaim that youtube is dying I, that's, I feel like for gaming, that's not going to be the case. There's always going to be a desire there. But as opposed to like reality-based stuff, that, that, the time lapse on that, very, very fast. Uh, that interest will, will fade away to someone new really quickly. But the gaming stuff, as long as you stick to it, I think we'll be fine. There's no reason why we won't be doing this in the next 10 years. Like, yeah,
1: it's like you said the, the word earlier. Uh, I use this word all the time. Evergreen. It's yeah. like yes, there might be some games that just sort of die over time. So like No Man's Sky probably won't uh, won't get too <laughs> yeah. many. Like those those old reviews probably won't get many views now. But yeah. especially as they've updated everything. But you know, if you talk about Mario, people will come eventually. Yes. Yeah. Um, they might take a while,
0: but because yeah. I, I was having a conversation about YouTube with someone about like. It's always good to have an exit strategy. That's also important. It is important to have an exit strategy, no matter how good your stuff is going. But um, talking about, I just had an off comment, like, I don't know if I want to be in my 40s talking about video games on the internet. Ha ha ha. And then someone I was talking to was like, why not? Like, this form of media is still so young in its infancy that, realistically, if I did start this 10 years ago and I'm still keeping with it, I haven't faded out yet, what's to say... I can't do this for another 10 years, if not more so. There are YouTubers out there right now who are in their 40s and 50s. There's, like, a couple famous uh, uh, elderly people. There's, like, a, a grandfather and a grandmother that are playing, like, uh, StarCraft and other PC MMOs and stuff. So there, there's no end to this because I feel like people try to find an excuse to not do this every chance that they get, uh, either... If you don't have much time, that's fair. It'll take just take longer to get content out there. But to think that it's just it's a dying platform, it's not worth my time. Uh, yes and no. So it it you know it, we're we're gonna be around for a while. And that actually
1: very very convenient that you uh, said all that because that reminded me of two things I wanted to say earlier. So we're Let's coming. Go. We're bringing it back home. Um, oh, yeah. This will be a roller coaster ride for the for the listeners today. That's that's fine. Which is awesome. Uh, that's what I'm so all about. One thing I wanted to say was that I consider. A lot of people consider this, but I, I consider YouTubing the next rock star in that so many people want to do it, it's deceptively difficult to actually, you know, get to that threshold where it's like, okay, I am a a YouTuber, you know, where it's like mm-hmm. my my job or uh, a supplemental income of some sort. Mm-hmm. And everyone likes to to demonize it almost a little bit outside of, you know, those outside of the loop. So everybody, my understanding is that there have been like studies done of some sort that if you ask a little kid what they want to do, they want to say they, they want to be a Twitch streamer or a YouTuber. And it's right. like, that's that's insane. So, like, with that and with all those people that are going to probably take it up over the years, you know, at least five of those people are going to try it. And of those people, who knows who is going to be the next ant dude or what sure. have you.
0: Sure. And, well, I mean, to be fair, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Uh, I was going to be a game developer. Uh, okay. And, and then, you're not there yet, but you, there's always a chance. Um, well, I... I if, you put, if you put time into it, if you put time into anything... That, is, that was like, more of a choice is, thing is, than anything else. I, uh... That, well, that's fine. Um, but it's... Hearing kids wanted to become this stuff doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. they just have to be smart about it. Because it does take time. I'll be honest. Doing what I did, I gave up a lot of free time and, and stuff that I probably shouldn't have. It's a dedication. But, you know, it's not... It's becoming such an integrated part of society that it's not like... It's not really a good or bad thing. People just accept it now. Yeah, no one kind of, like, looks at you funny when you say, oh, I do YouTube for a living. Yeah, pe- people,
1: are, people are starting to get it. Yeah, and uh, that that also kind of goes into another thing I wanted to say, which is a twofold sort of thing. One is, you sort of touched on it, good is better than perfect. So there are so many people that, you know, their videos aren't perfectly the way they want them, so they won't put them out, and then they just don't put videos out right you you have to know and this is something you told me uh in person at a gaming convention was you literally said you're gonna hate your content in a year and a half anyway yeah and it was funny because i went into that and i was like oh you know i i it's not very good but i was proud of it and then you said that and like a week later i watched my first video and i can't watch it anymore yeah i literally had to remake that video it was that bad
0: you never know your improvement until you like Look back and see where you came from. Yeah. that goes for any. That goes for any sort of sort of uh, creative. Yeah, I've seen so many artists think their art is bad, and then show them what their art was two years ago. And yeah, oh wow, okay, never mind.
1: <laughs> and actually, that kind of also goes back into. I've had a few friends of mine who are like, "Oh, I should delete my old videos." And no, and going by what you said with the first Sonic dude channel, it doesn't sound like you want them deleted anymore.
0: Like it sounds uh, like mainly for personal reasons. Okay. It would have just been cool to, like, look back at the old, like, the very first thing I did, which I I know what I did. It was, like, a 10-minute iToy re- re- video review of a uh, new Super Mario Bros. DS. And then I, I, I clicked end record, I uploaded, and I went to my mom, and I was like, I just did the thing. It was so cool. But but there's a whole thing, like, th- that's endearing to people. No, yeah, sure. Like, I, I wouldn't have privated them or anything. Yeah. It definitely would have been endearing. Yeah. There'd so- still be some comments. I'm like, this freaking kid is not a good review. Uh... <laughs> I don't God. Mean, I care. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, don't delete your old stuff because it's it's just a testament to your old work. If yeah. you did drawings when you were a kid and you still have them, would you really toss them if you found them? You'd probably keep them. That's a really good way to put it. You'd probably, like, laminate them or something because you'd be like, this is what I did when I was a kid. Yeah. Put it like, on the fridge. Yeah. Like, I was I, I was going through my closet a while ago and I found, like, these old cards I used to draw from my mom for, like, her birthday and stuff. Oh. Because that's just what I did. Yeah when, like, what is this trash? And then just rip it to shreds. Like, I'm not gonna... (laughs) Why would I do that? Just look at what you did, and be like, that's what I did, and I was proud at the time. If you're proud at the time, there's nothing to be ashamed of, unless it's a shameful thing in the first place. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't delete your old stuff. No, keep it up.
1: Yeah. Or at the very least, I've said, like, if you don't like it, unlist it. Uh, If you're really that upset about it. Because one day you're gonna be like, oh, you guys wanna see my first video that was really bad? And you know, your audience will be like, yeah, let, let us make fun of you. And
0: They'll make fun of you, and you'll have you enjoy. Seen, it. Okay, we can just keep name dropping, but I guess, but whatever. Do you know? Have you seen PewDiePie's first video is still up, and it's just like a crappy Minecraft Let's Play. I look have. At him now. It's been a long time, now. but I've I've seen that. Yeah, but like, look, look at him. Obviously, look yeah. look where he's at, and his first video on his channel is like a crappy little Minecraft Let's Play that everyone was doing. It doesn't matter. It's not going to affect you in the long run. But it's like, why delete the memory of it? Yeah, it's 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 a time of your. That's why I wanted my old videos up because it's a time of your life. That yeah, you spent a lot of time on. Why get rid of the memories?
1: And, and not many people can say that they have like video proof of those memories either. That's the one exactly. cool thing about this platform is you can f- like physically watch yourself grow.
0: Yeah, that, it's it's funny because like I recently went just personally I went on like a, a bit of a binge on my old channel, the one on one channel, some old Let's Plays just to be like I'm feeling nostalgic. Let me watch, and boy, it was just like a wave of emotions. They're crap videos. But I don't care. It's like it's a time of my life. Yeah. So it's it's just a personal thing. It's possible to have this be a personal and business thing. Like I have a bunch of memories of setting up my videos with lighting and stuff for some of the earliest camera stuff on here. They're crap now. Why would I get rid of it? It's it's part of the process.
1: Yeah. And actually to close that out, uh, that reminds me of one last thing. And this is probably what we'll end off on. You had mentioned that you were thinking about redoing some of your older videos. I think you mentioned it on Twitter. Yes. Um, what what brought that forward, and what like what about it made you think that you wanted to go back and kind of remaster or re redo those videos?
0: Uh, well, some of my old stuff. I, I there are videos on my channel that are pre camera stuff. Uh, it was just audio on top of gameplay. Uh, also bad audio quality. I didn't know what I was doing. That's another problem. We want to talk about advice? Make sure you know what your equipment is. I didn't talk to anybody, and for years I was doing crap with lighting and color correction. Bunch of crap, so also yeah. figure out what you're doing. But a lot of my old stuff I just figure is very outdated. It's before I have my the voice that I have now. So it's not a major spoiler, because it's, it's, it's going to be uh, next month. But um, I'm going to redo videos on the Spyro trilogy. Okay, and that one makes sense. Yeah, and also, yeah, it also makes sense time-wise. Uh, but I did those years ago. It's like some of my earliest videos on the channel. Crap audio quality, crap video quality, crap editing. But it's still part of the process. I'm not going to take them down. But uh, it's just, you know, you figure if you're better now and if you can provide something new to your old video... Then, then why not? You yeah. have to make sure there's some time in between because that was like at least five years ago. Yeah,
1: I know. With um, with my first video, uh, I had done it was Sly Cooper, I reviewed, and okay. I went back for the second birthday of the channel. I went back and it was like the second birthday, and it was the 100th video I had done. So nice. I was like, oh, I want to redo Sly, and I literally just redid the script, and then I just kind of there were like, there were certain parts that I don't do anymore that
0: I just roasted myself for having
1: those in the first place. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah um that's always fun too yeah. looking at the stupid crap you thought was acceptable back in the yeah. day yeah
1: so it, it's that was a lot of fun to make and it helped me kind of steer into like i i then did the rest of the slide games that i hadn't done yet so that was fun
0: sure it's also um, that's another one of those things where it could be a personal project again two for you one for me yeah i yeah. i like you were talking about hack stuff the hack stuff is fun to do but i do it because they get I do them at the rate I do because they do really well performance-wise. Yeah. Sometimes I want to play something else, but I got to do that. That's part of the business side of it. And then I'll, But then I'll be like, I want to play Spyro. Screw it. I'm just going to take this month and play Spyro games. Yeah, and that's always
1: going to be the interesting thing about YouTube is the people making their own, not, not, not even just making their own schedule, but like literally, like you said, just take a month and play Spyro. Like yeah. that's not many people have that ability to just kind of sit down and be like, I'm going to do that. And then they can just, Oh, sure. And, it. and it's, sure, sure, sure. it's, it's an amazing part of the platform.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I definitely don't take it for granted, no, which course. is another yeah. thing I've gotten accused of <laughs> what's what, the, what's the tired line. You just, just sit on your butt all day and play video games. It's yeah. not, it's not really true. Half of the fun on YouTube is uh, being stressed out and crying because you can't get your <laughs> video done on time. Yeah. I think, I think everyone's been there. <laughs> I'm a gamer. I have too much free time on my hands and a slight bit of depression. I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> I saw that it was on
1: Twitter. I think I'll post it if I can find it. It's like uh, a pie chart that just says yeah. what it takes. It's yeah. like
0: seventy-five percent depression
1: or something. God, <laughs> it's like if, ah,
0: oh God, that's if true. that ain't the truth.
1: Yeah. But with that, I want to thank you again for coming on um, and let you know informing our YouTubers of where you started and and where you've come and all of the journey along the way
0: and all that middle stuff we talked about, nothing, and all that fun stuff. <laughs> no, so. yeah, this, this, this was fun. Honestly, like, I could, gra- I could be, like, the old grandfather telling stories because I've been doing this for so long. <laughs> I remember and the that- time. I could. Listen, YouTube, there used to be a 100 megabyte limit oh, on yeah. videos. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, and they yeah. kept And they kept saying it was a 10-minute time limit, and that was a lie. YouTube's been lying for years. It was a 10-minute, 59-second time limit. <laughs> but they kept saying 10 minutes. They've been lying for years. God. So... <laughs> So you're used to all the all the deception. Oh, I'm used to all the, you, with the... When YouTube first added TV shows and movies, oh man, people were losing their minds. Oh, that's it. It's not about the creator anymore. They're just going to push the, these guys out. And then that was like 2008, 2009? And now they put like Stephen Colbert in their year-end review or whatever, their little music video. And like, like, ah, that's it. They don't care about the creators anymore. That's <laughs> it. It's all done. So I only care about the big shots. I'm like, all right, yeah. sure. If you people just choose to be angry, yeah. it's not that bad. I I completely agree in that regard. Yeah.
1: But anyway, like I said, thank you for coming on. Uh, if thank you, wanna, you thank you. Yeah. If you want to plug, you know, what you're working on in the future, in the near future, or uh, you know, pitch yourself to anybody who hasn't watched yet, by all means.
0: Uh, sure. So if you want to learn about some games of your popular or not so popular Nintendo franchises, you can go over and check out my YouTube channel, antdude Dude Ninety Two. Uh, sometimes covering new stuff, old stuff, ROM hacks, for example. uh, Next video, I don't know when this is going up, but the thing I'm working on now, Sonic Mania Plus, followed by Sonic Mania mods, followed by Spyro. So it's a whole mix: new games, mods, old games. It's a whole mishmash, and then something to my Let's Play channel if you care.
1: <laughs> and all of that stuff will be in and, the, Twitch. In- and oh, Twitch and Twitch.
0: Yes. All, all of those links will be in the,
1: in the description and the show notes, depending on where you're watching or listening. So with awesome. that, I want to thank you guys for listening and watching or whatever you're doing. And take care. Bye bye. And the golden
0: bolt sucks. Ab- oh, no, we're done. We're done. Thanks for listening to the NewTubers Podcast. Come back every two weeks for more tips, tricks, and advice on starting, building, and sustaining your YouTube career. Visit us on reddit.com slash r newtubers or on YouTube. See you next time.